Welcome to Extraterrestrial Reality. Well, uh, debunker Mick West is hell-bent, hell-bent on proving that there is nothing special about the gimbal UFO that was seen, uh, captured on uh, at FLIR video uh, back in 2015. He doesn't think there's anything special about it. And um, he, he believes it has something to do with the uh, glare uh, in the camera. Uh, that that made this thing look like it was the during the video it looks like this thing rotates uh for one thing i guess what i got to say about that is okay if it doesn't rotate it's not rotating like the pilot thought it was rotating but it looks like it's rotating in the video however what what does it matter they still don't know what the thing was right and not only that but there were other objects there that weren't captured on camera there was a fleet of them that were apparently following along with this thing but anyway, he's this guy is absolutely hell bent on on you know debunking this whole thing. Uh, now you you think okay, you think for one thing, the people in the Pentagon okay, they're telling us that they don't know what this object is. You don't think that they looked into this, or not only that, but you know they've been dealing with this situation since 1947, so they're used to this. They they've seen this movie before. Okay, uh, you know th- this is nothing new to them. So, I mean, you know, the kind of investigation that you've uh, been conducting on this video for years now, apparently, uh, it's it's a waste of time. It's going to prove to be a waste of time in, in the final analysis. Uh, anyhow, it, he, he tweeted about this on February, Fe, uh, February 9th. Mick West tweeted, uh, Paul Bradley is an engineer who did an analysis of the gimbal UFO video that contradicted the rotating glare hypothesis. Now, for those who out there who don't know, the rotating glare hypothesis is West's uh, theory that uh, the the object itself wasn't rotating as it was flying. It was that was something due to the uh, at flare ca- uh, camera that was uh filming it but anyway continuing it says after talking to him and showing him the effects of angle of attack and bank changes in my new gimbal simulator he changes conclusion it's a glare now he says it's a glare with authority like it's a glare bingo boom on the story as according to mick west you're just supposed to believe that uh anyhow uh paul bradley uh, this is the comment. This is what the the message that was sent from this engineer, Paul Bradley. I don't know what he's an engineer of what. It doesn't really say in here. But he says, uh, hey, Mick, it was great to talk to you in person about the gimbal. I really enjoyed it, and I feel like I finally have closure on what I think is the most important aspect of any UAP evidence to date. Thanks to all your hard work on the simulation, very clever to use an experimental approach, and it's very useful to explore the full dynamics of the situation. Your simulation test satisfactorily addresses the gaps in my calculations, and I can now say with high confidence that what is seen rotating in the gimbal UAP video, based on the physical evidence available to us, is a glare artifact of the Atfler camera rotation. Thank you for your rigor in this scientific process and for engaging in the exchange of thoughts, knowledge, data, and analysis. I appreciate your hard work on this, as I personally felt this was a very important aspect of the UAP phenomenon. I don't think that the conclusion of this particular study renders the video insignificant, however, given the surrounding context of the event. For example, pilots being uh, obviously perplexed and the whole fleet of them that we do not see in the video. But it is certainly a piece of extraordinary evidence, the perceived aerodynamic anomaly, that is, which can now be taken off the, off the table. Now, this engineer, Mr. Bradley, is convinced uh, with uh, Mick West's uh, hypothesis that this 
the rotation was caused by uh, some glare in the camera. Uh, now, I, again, I uh, I can't prove this. I don't know. It, maybe he's right. Maybe he's wrong. I, I don't know. I, I you know there's some people here that uh, actually uh, you know you know call him out on this. Like uh, uh, you know, he, like some this uh, person named Gav says an env- you know in, in this in, in this Twitter feed says an engineer is very very ambiguous though. An engineer of what music trains electrical would be helpful if you were more specific. Otherwise, this guy's conclusions could hold no weight. But this was what was really telling. And Mick West responded to this. Uh, he says, Paul was someone who was cited by uh, Christos 78 and his work, who well, I don't know who that is, and his work has been referenced elsewhere. He was a, described as an engineer, but I don't know what discipline. As always, I'd be happy to talk to any subject matter experts. Okay, he now Mick West, now this is what's telling about this whole, you know, whether this guy is, you know, w- whatever kind of engineer he is, doesn't matter, this uh whatever Paul Bradley, whatever kind of engineer he is, what, that doesn't matter, right? That's not that's not what I'm getting at here. But what matters is that Mick West didn't even know what kind of engineer he was. And based because this guy, uh, you know, you know, you know, said he has been convinced by by Mick's analysis after looking at it, even though this guy had a, had a, had a different theory. Uh, came, you know, came to his own different conclusions initially. After talking to Miss, uh, Mick West, he changed his mind. So, but then Mick West point puts this out there, like you know, this guy, he doesn't even know what kind of engineer he was at the time, right? Uh, and uh, you know, he just says, "Well, see that, see this guy agrees with me. See, I'm right. It's a glare, right? I mean, you know. So there you go. I that's just just to throw that out there. Like this is all." Uh, he has to be right no matter what you know mick west cannot say he's wrong on this and he never will uh but again i don't even i don't know if he's right or wrong right you know when you look at that uh video it looks like it is rotating he's saying there's uh, it's some kind of a glitch in the in the camera but there's other people in this thread that point out that you know ha, you know have they uh talk to the people who uh manufactured the camera did you get their thoughts uh um you know so and he hasn't you know like here, here, let's look here at some of these uh, comments that I that I was looking at here earlier. Um, you know, it says I'm not being funny, Mick, but it, this is from somebody named James Gaffney. It says I'm not being funny, Mick, but if you don't know what his credentials are as an engineer, then for all you know, he could be a washing machine engineer. I think you should find these facts out about people and their line of work before you try to bounce back with your hypothesis. That, that's that's fair. That's a fair, you know. Commentary, commentary. That's with regard to the uh, engineer, um, and uh, so I, I guess again, you know, and again, this I'm not saying anything about this, Mister Bradley. I'm sure that you know, you know, for for all I know, he's very respected and he's a well-known engineer. I mean, somebody in here commented that uh, 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 there's a JJ Hermes that commented says there is a Paul Bradley who's phd thesis was on theoretical and observational astrophysics of pulsating white dwarf stars is this the same paul bradley so it could be him i'm not interested i'm not going to look into that that's not my that's not the purpose of this video i don't care about that i'm just i what i care about is how this whole thing is just you know presented that it just goes to show that he didn't even look into this guy could have been anybody but but because that guy agreed with them after listening to his argument oh see i was right Right, he didn't even look in to see who this guy was. You know, I could have, it could have been me. I could have said, "Hey, I'm an engineer," 
And this is my theory. What do you think? And he didn't even look into my background and then just, yeah, see, I'm right. But anyway, all of this is all for naught anyhow, whether it rotates or not, right? If it's if it's a, uh, something to do with the, the camera, right, and, and, and it's, this glare hypothesis is correct, so what? So what? What does that matter, right? See, but what he says, uh, according to him, uh, according to uh, McWest, he he says that, well it matters because now it's basically uh, uh, it doesn't you know it doesn't mean anything now uh, you know it, it's it's not that it's not uh, it's not interesting anymore because you know it, it could be anything it could be you know according to him now that could mean it could be just something uh, human made you know but you know it, again all of this doesn't matter right it doesn't matter because he's he doesn't know he I mean he's this is an obsession. Uh, it seems like in its obsession to to uh, prove that this extraterrestrial presence isn't real. But unfortunately for him, he's wrong. He's wrong. And so are a lot of these, all these other debunkers, all these other people out there who, you know, Mick West is going to go through life here, apparently, you know, beating his, uh, his uh, debunker Bible wildly. And in the end, it's going to be all for naught because in the end, in the final analysis, it's it's going to be known to all that there is an extraterrestrial presence here on Earth. I know this. I have see, I have an ace up my sleeve though because I've I've seen one of these things up close, and I know for a fact that there's no way this thing was made on Earth. There's just no way, right? So, and I had some other experiences too, but you know, again, you know, it's interesting. I was looking through. Uh, uh, a really good Stanton Friedman uh, book that called Flying Saucers and Science. And uh, in on page 60, you know, I'm going to read this little excerpt from this book. Uh, he talks about uh, uh, Dr. Simon Newcomb, okay? He was, uh, in, in 1903, he was one of the top American astronomers of the 19th century. He published a paper in which he showed that flight by man using anything other than a balloon, a lighter-than-air vehicle, was impossible. His paper clearly showed that he knew much less about flight than did two bicycle mechanics named Wilbur and Orville Wright, who first flew a heavier-than-air vehicle at Kitty Hawk, North Carolina, on December, December 17, 1903, less than three months after Newcomb's article was published. And when Newcomb was notified about this historic event... Uh, he, similar to many others, had trouble believing that such a flight had occurred. There were no TV or radio reporters back then. He also claimed that although perhaps a pilot had flown a heavier-than-air vehicle, it would certainly never carry any passengers. He knew nothing about the lift over a wing, about relative, uh, relatively lightweight engines driving a propeller, and all the other engineering aspects of flight that the Wright brothers had investigated in a systematic fashion. So, you know, again... Now this is the situation that you're gonna that's gonna unfold here. Unfortunately for Mick West, again I have the ace up my sleeve. I don't I don't even need the Pentagon to tell me what's going on, right? You don't think the you don't think the Pentagon would you think the people of the Pentagon would be that stupid? And regardless, you think they'd be that dumb to to put this stuff out there and say they don't know what it is and to have people uh, uh, supposed experts out there, uh, you know, who could do simulations and and make other uh, conclusions? You don't think that they they they've been dealing with this for decades you know they know about there's pilots over the this pilot who saw this thing or the pilots that encountered this object back or and ob, actually objects back in 2015 right that's they were just the next in line of a whole you know uh new slew uh, uh, a, a new uh 
wave of pilots, you know, uh, in the military that were experiencing these things. But the top brass in the Pentagon, they've always there's always been uh, knowledge about this subject. They've been dealing with this since 1947. So this again, this proves you know, rotate, no rotate. What does it matter? In the in the final analysis, it's not going to matter. It doesn't matter. But you know, just my my personal belief, I think it is rotating, and I don't think it has anything to do with the camera. What do you think of that? That's just my opinion, though. Doesn't make me right. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. Okay, uh, <clears throat> moving on. Uh, you know, at the same respect, you know, you know, there is one thing that is true. The internet is filled, filled to the brim, right, with nonsense, with hoaxes. There's hoaxes all over the place, all over fate, all kinds of UFO hoaxes. CGI, you could tell just by looking at it. It's embarrassing. See, that's the kind of stuff where people just, you know, roll, people who don't believe are just going to roll their eyes. This stuff is so harmful to this whole uh, UFO situation. I mean, it's all over the place. Um, there's some Facebook groups that I see that I that I'm aware of. Uh, you, it's you can't even look at it. It's just so embarrassing. Uh, there's some YouTube channels out there that uh, have things on that are just outrageous. You could just tell it's all CGI, and but yet there's people out there that will you know, follow these things and, and they believe it. And then there's also people out there that, uh, uh, that don't believe it. Uh, there's actually some reputable channels out there. I believe I, I, I uh, and or some, some of them I would say are maybe partly reputable. Like, uh, like there, there some YouTube channels out there that just, that show videos of you of UFOs all the time, like the latest stuff, like they get things sent into them. Like you can't, it's hard to, a lot of these things, it's hard to, to tell. I mean, some of these things are, most, a lot of these things are phony. Like for instance, there's a channel, third phase of the moon. I subscribe to this channel and, uh, you know, they, some of the stuff on there is compelling, but I would say at least half, if not more, I'm sure more, right. Probably more, I'm sure is phony or, you know, obviously most likely have a prosaic explanation uh, now it's it's fun to watch these things and see these things like okay like for instance this channel like third phase of the moon 
third phase of moon, right? They, the people will send them in, uh, you know, their videos or pictures uh, of different uh, unidentified objects, unidentified flying objects, and, and they'll post them. And, and these guys give their opinions on them. Some like, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's these two brothers and they have some other guests on and, and they, and they all give their opinions on it. a lot of times they'll say, yeah, we think this could be a hoax or this could be a balloon or this could be that. So they give their opinions on it at least. So, you know, I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. Like there's nothing wrong with that. There's basically that channel, uh, the, the purpose of a channel like that of a YouTube channel is basically to, uh, you know, you know, you know, basically request people to send in their pictures or their video or whatever they have, and and then they'll look at it and they'll post it. You know, if it's something intriguing, and and then uh, you know they'll talk about it and they let you make. They're not claiming that this is absolutely real. So what's the harm in that? There's no harm in that. And there's another channel called Secure Team Ten which is very popular, even more popular than Third Phase of Moon. Now, and uh, these are just two channels I'm using as an example. There's a lot of other ones out there too, okay? So I don't want anyone to get mad at me here. But like Secure Team 10, for instance, um, uh, he, he just, you know, he that uh, this guy posts a lot of stuff about, uh, you know, he actually used a lot of actual NASA pictures, you know. Uh, he just had a, a picture on the other day uh, uh, from an old an old NASA picture where he found a triangle uh, hidden in this picture, like a, a flying triangle over Earth. Well, now you'll see a lot of people on Facebook and stuff saying, oh, that's just uh, uh, some sort of anomaly on the film or something. As It's not, you know, it's not real, but I don't know about that. I'm not sure about that. Actually, the it was it was enough it was intriguing enough that uh uh that a lot of newspapers across the world okay albeit a lot of tabloid newspapers across the world picked it up you know published uh, talked about how this youtuber found this uh, uh this image this this triangle floating over earth on uh in uh in this in this nasa picture you know it was a picture from space looking down onto earth and and, and if you looked really close you know you could see this little triangle there but I mean, this guy posts a lot of interesting videos. Uh, I don't think that you know, uh, you know, he doesn't know what they are. Some of them, and, and he just makes, uh, you know, he he provides the images. Some of them could be some kind of a glitch in in the in the in the in the film, or 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 it could be a, a you know. But maybe some of them are real. I don't think that he he doesn't say that this is absolutely for positively extraterrestrial. He doesn't know either. Uh, again, it's just an entertaining channel for people who are interested in UFOs. I think that sometimes these cha channels like this, they actually uh, do provide uh, some images that are real, but it's hard to tell which ones are a lot of the times. I, I watch them because I find them interesting. I, I have a lot of hard, I, I find it difficult a lot of times to, to trust some of these things because you don't know, you know, they could be fakes. I saw something today there was, on Facebook. There was somebody posted a picture on Facebook today. And it had it looked like it looked like the tic tac. I mean, close up too. It was actually a picture pointing out of a you know looking out of a plane uh, on a flight on, on a commercial airliner. And somebody took it looked like somebody snapped a picture. And and outside in the clouds there, you know, pretty close to the plane was a, a, a tic tac just as described by David Fravor. Is it real or is it photoshopped? In this day and age, it's hard to tell. That's why it's important, I believe for like like that's why one of the things i like about secure team 10 is and and actually uh third phase of moon sometimes but particularly uh secure team 10 they use a lot of government uh images nasa pictures and stuff like that and and that's what you know 
or, or things like uh, recently there was the UFOs uh, filmed uh, by a pilot that they, they took some video of, of some weird glowing objects floating over clouds and you know, those kind of things that they're plausible but see a lot of these things it's just it's hard to know how could you know how could you know some of these things are obviously going to be hoaxes right there's no question that there's people out there there's trolls out there (laughs) you know you you know what i know right there's people out there some of these things are obviously photoshopped some of them are hard to tell if they're photoshopped or not and then some of them are very compelling of course the pentagon videos are the most compelling you know, see, it's going to always, it's going to be very difficult. I mean, it'd be very difficult for anyone in, in any civilian to prove, uh, you know, once and for all uh, the reality that extraterrestrials are here with uh, with a cell phone or, you know, video, uh, video camera, whatever, right? It's going to be hard to do that now because always somebody could say, well, we just don't know because, you know, CGI. You know, some of these things, had they been filmed with the with an old film projector back in 1960 or something, that's a different story. Okay, then it's more compelling. I mean, there are there is some film from the 50s and the 60s, uh, from the 70s, from the, you know, into the 80s. There was some videotape stuff too that was a lot more compelling than some of the things now because we just... You know, the, the the fact that you could Photoshop something simply on your computer, it just makes it, you, you, there's always going to be a question. You know, so that's why, you know, you know, things like the gimbal footage, you know, the, you know, the, the Tic Tac, all those things that are filmed, you know, that were present, that, that were provided, those videos provided by our own government, they're not fooling you on this, right? These are things they don't have any explanations for. Uh, now, of course, there's a lot of people out there that see things with their own eyes or have experiences that are, you know, unexplainable. But again, you know, even that instant incident in, in what well, we just talked about this uh, uh, with the last podcast, the, the Zimbabwe 1994, uh, you know, aerial school incident in, near Zimbabwe, uh, you know, you know, you had 60 kids, 60 plus kids that saw a UFO land outside and an alien, you know, alien beings come out alien beings talking to them telepathically and they're all they all you know saw this they all told everybody about it they they're grown up now they still admit but still you know it's not that you know physical absolute proof that could end the debate it's just it's very difficult these these beings are obviously very very elusive you know like bigfoot so uh you know again i think there's an entertainment value uh you know and also possibly an educational value in watching some of these channels on on YouTube that that show UFOs. Now, some of them you you have to be smart enough. There, there's some channel I was looking at the other day. This this was everything that this guy had on there was. I'm not going to say what the, the name of the channel is, right? And it's a newer channel. Everything was phony. It was obviously phony. Obviously, obviously CGI. Right, and he's trying to pass it off as real, and and you know he's getting a lot of you know likes and stuff because some people are fall. There's some people who are very gullible, but see that's the kind of thing that makes, you know, it that kind of stuff hurts the UFO community. You know, these trolls out there that put the, those kind of phony things out there that hurts the UFO community. I don't, I don't believe for a minute. Like, like I see a lot of criticism, right, of channels like YouTube channels out there uh, that that show videos like Third Phase of Moon and and Secure Team Ten. There's a lot of ridiculous, uh, unnecessary criticism of these guys. These guys are pre- present; they're doing a service. They're 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 basically, you know, compiling different kinds of, uh, uh, you know, things, uh, videos that have been taken by regular 
people, you know, throughout the world, throughout the world, right? They send them in and they post it. And, and some of the things are, you know, are real. I'm sure that they, uh, you know, they, there's some things I'm sure that they're not showing. They could, they could be like some of these other channels where some the things are obviously phony and CGI, right? But they're not doing that. They're putting things out there that it's hard to tell. It's really hard to tell. Um, and, it, you know, and, and then when you get context, context for some of them, it becomes even more compelling. Like, I think, again, that, you know, that image that uh, was posted on Secure Team 10, you know, the, he talked about that, that NASA picture recently. That's compelling. Now, it could turn out to be that it is some sort of a, uh, uh, you know, a problem on the film. But, you know, I don't know that right now, as, as far as I can see, it looks, you know, it looks pretty convincing. You know, you know, it, it might not be a, a speck of dirt. It doesn't look like a speck of dirt. It's a really sharp image. And when you zoom in to one spot, you could see this little triangle there. You know, well, actually, it'd probably be, it would actually be really big flowing over the planet, our planet. So, yeah, you got to take these things with a grain of salt. It's hard to, you know, you know, like to me, I've always like looked at the, the more classic images as they're more uh, to me, they're more compelling. Like the McMinnville photo is just, you know, how could you do, you know, that's that's incredible to me. And actually, there has been some video. Sometimes there's things like I believe that the Turkey UFO video, uh, the series of videos from 2007, 2008, 2009. I mean, uh that was filmed by a fisherman uh, over the Black Sea. I mean, you could see, I mean, that didn't, that did not look like it was phony to me. That looked like it was real. And not only that, you know, what gives it more credibility is the fact that that, that, that video footage was, uh, uh, you know, it was examined and, and, and by experts from four countries who made a determination that it was authentic. And not only that, even more compelling was the fact that in two th during a, one of the filmings in 2009, there was a bunch of ufologists there that were at a conference, including the late uh, Dr. Roger Lear, who showed up and, uh, and he actually saw it with his own eyeballs, right? And he talked about that before his death. Uh, so there's things like that more recently that are, are compelling. Of course, the Pentagon footage is very compelling. And, uh, and sometimes these things that are filmed by airline pilots themselves, like we, we've recently seen in the news, that's compelling. Uh, but then again, when you get stuff from regular Joes out there, you don't know who they are. Sometimes it's very compelling, and some and and, and but at the same time, it's hard to know for sure because you know that some people out there are going to fake these things. But again, I think that some of these YouTube channels get uh, get blasted unnecessarily uh, and called hoaxers and stuff like that. I don't believe Secure Team 10 is a hoax channel. I don't believe uh, Third Phase of Moon is a hoax channel. I think these people are actually legitimately interested in this topic. And uh, they're, they, they, they love looking at these kind of pictures and they like to share them. And that's what they're doing. That's basically they're making a living doing it. That's how they because they, this is something they enjoy. Uh, I don't think they're trying to fool anybody at all. So I think... Uh, you know, you got to give some of these channels credit. They give their due credit because they do provide entertainment value. It's entertaining to look at these things. But again, they're not saying all these things. They, they're for sure these things are extraterrestrials. They're just showing them to you. And, you know, you make up your own mind. You know, again, I would say that probably half or probably more than half of these things on there are probably, you know, there's either some sort of a miss, you know, a, 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 a prosaic explanation for them or uh, there could be, you know, hoaxes. Uh, but then some of them are very compelling and there is no answers. There are no answers. 
So yes, uh, I just you know my the whole I guess the whole purpose of this uh, diatribe here is to point out that uh, there are hoaxes out there, and we just, it's hard to know which ones are real, which ones are not, or and mis not and not only that, but misidentifications, natural phenomena, and stuff like that. So yes, uh, it, it, uh, you know, you know, it could be ninety five percent of the stuff could be. Uh, you know, have some explanation, you know, prosaic explanation, and then 5%, you know, unexplainable. You could look at it that way. You just got to take everything with a grain of salt and, you know, but uh, you can't believe everything you see because there's a lot of phony stuff out there.